Hi, everyone. Welcome to Inside Strategic Coach. I'm Shannon Waller with Dan Sullivan. Today, what we're going to talk about is taking an entrepreneurial approach versus an entitlement approach in your life and to everything that you experience. So Dan, I've always loved how you've talked about entrepreneurism, particularly the two entrepreneurial attitudes. And I'm excited today that we're gonna contrast that with entitlement because we run into that. One of our core company values is a no entitlement attitude. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is something that's very alive for us. But first of all, what is an entrepreneurial approach versus an entitlement approach? And what's the difference between the two? A simple way of doing it, Shannon, is just to contrast them as complete opposites. Entitlement, if you feel entitled, that means that you expect others to do things for you, other people to open doors for you, other people to create the opportunities you need, other people to provide the capabilities and resources that you need with feeling no responsibility on your part that you have to do anything to earn those. And entrepreneurism would be the 180 degree opposite where your basic approach is that you want a bigger future and therefore the way that you do that is that you have to create some new kind of value in the world for somebody. And there's two things about that. One is that it's only other people seeing you that creates creating value in a new way that makes them willing to actually help you along with your future. But the other thing is that just the attitude and the activity of creating new value has a positive creative force. And I think it attracts resources, it attracts opportunities, it attracts support. Whereas the entitlement attitude repels people that when you feel that someone is entitled, you don't want to do anything for them. As a matter of fact, if I come across an entitled person, I don't even want to give them the things that were expected because they just turn me off so much. So they don't deserve anything. If they have an entitlement attitude, my first feeling is they would be the last person that I would offer help to. I would start at the other end with the person who's just creating value and being useful. Probably the significant part of this is that I think that we have over 7 billion people on the planet. And my feeling is that each person is more on the one side of that divide than the other. I don't think anyone's necessarily 100%, but I think that people who are entrepreneurial tend almost in a growing number of situations to always say that the way that this is going to become a bigger future for me is I'm first of all going to do something that's really useful in a new way for other people Don't know exactly what's going to come out of it, but I think it's going to be good. My experience from my past tells me when I get involved and I create value without worrying too much how I'm going to be taken care of as a result of this, good things turn out. And that's the general approach. And I, I think it gets more and more rewarded. So I think people are actually encouraged to apply this approach to almost anyone. And it's an approach. So it really is to first create value. Yeah, create value. Before you expect anything back in opportunity or payment or what have you. We were talking prior to coming in here. You know, I consider myself pretty much on the entrepreneurial side, but I I know I have a few bits at which I can feel entitled. We'll talk about later how to get out of that mindset about it. But it's interesting because where I'm feeling entrepreneurial, I always have a sense of increasing 
opportunity and possibility. But where I'm feeling entitled, it does feel very restricted. Yeah, it is. It's and, not a fun and, feeling. And it's very isolating, whereas entrepreneurism is very connecting because we like useful people. We like people who just initiate and create situations without being guaranteed anything as a result of their activity. I think we feel very connected to those individuals. But on the other hand, people who feel entitled, they're isolated. And I think part of the reason is there's just a natural response on the part of the people who get, say, I'm just going to cut them off. I don't want to give them anything. So it's really funny because in a larger society way right now, you know, we've lived in very prosperous times in North America, generally speaking, compared to world history. We're living in incredibly prosperous and abundant times. But there's a lot of people who feel angry that they're not being given enough. They should be given everything. In a certain sense, the people who have this attitude have received the most. They've grown up in prosperous conditions. As children, they were well taken care of. They had good parents. They had good education and everything else. And it seems that that hasn't made them grateful. You know, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it's kind of opened up a void of dissatisfaction of how they weren't being taken care of in this way and they weren't being given this way. So providing people with things that they didn't earn is actually a very dangerous activity because they begin to say, well, that's the way it's always going to be. It's going to be expected. One of the things I really notice about people who are actually entrepreneurs, and I want to distinguish between the entrepreneurial approach and actually being an entrepreneur. It's not given to everybody to be an actual technical entrepreneur in the marketplace, but everybody can be entrepreneurial in their approach to whatever situation they're in in life. And it just has to do with value creation comes before opportunity, whereas entitlement is expectation. There's a built-in upfront expectation that opportunity will be given to you. One's a taker, the other one is a giver. Dan, you used the word 100% responsible, I think you said before. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really interesting approach where there's a lot of power in that, Mm -hmm. personal power. So even if something is not going the way that you want, you know, last time we talked about how to transform experiences and how you affect that in a positive way and always learn from it. So it's almost like when something isn't going the way that you want, you take responsibility for changing it, for making it be different. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think in the entitlement approach, it's someone else's responsibility to fix it. Well, it's really weird because I think it's a natural desire to have control, a significant amount of control over your life and control of your future. But entitlement people absolutely guarantee that they have no control over their future because... They're depending on everyone else doing it for them, so they actually make themselves kind of helpless and hopeless as a result of their entitlement attitude. One of the, it's just a little 30 seconds here, I can say it, but it's very, very weird when I see my entrepreneurs who've been extraordinary individuals almost since childhood, and they were out creating jobs when they were eight or nine years old and creating businesses in their early teenage years, and they worked really, really hard, and they took risks, and they were always saying, you know, what can I do for other people that they're willing to pay for me? But when it comes to being parents, they go in exactly the opposite direction, and they say, my children are not going to have to go through 
what I went through. And I says, you mean you don't want them having the experiences that will actually make them extraordinarily successful, independent, self-initiating individuals. You want them to be just the opposite. And they said, no, I don't mean that, but they shouldn't have to work as hard. And I said, maybe they should work harder. Maybe you should set up the conditions they work harder. Maybe they'll turn out even better than you (laughs) if you give them the challenges. And all of a sudden it hits them because they're actually spoiling their children and they're actually making them pampered, but they're making them weak. They're making them sort of helpless and resentful. The kids are actually resentful. Well, that was one of my insights as you were talking is that I think often it gets trained out of people. A friend was saying, you know, he had parents who kind of made him go and earn his own money and do the rest of it. He had a friend with much wealthier parents who kind of dissuaded his buddy, his friend, from getting a job and kept giving him cars and giving him Mm -hmm. stuff. And later in life, in late 20s, early 30s, this other guy was miserable, didn't have any sense of his own capabilities Mm -hmm. or accomplishment, and felt very tied and obligated to his family. He was describing the situation that was kind of sad, that was created by, again, the parent who thought they were doing the right thing to take care of their child, but in fact didn't set them up for success. So I do think sometimes it gets trained out of people, this natural entrepreneurial desire. Yeah, and it was an entitlement approach on the part of the spoiled child, the spoiled, resentful children, happened because there was an entitlement attitude on the part of the parents. Namely, we're so successful, we should be entitled to just have great children out of this simply by giving them things. You know, look, we've created all this money. We should be entitled that if we just give our kids everything, that they'll turn out to be good kids. And then they're angry and upset when their kids turn out to be slugs. You know, they turn out to be losers. And then they're on their hands for an entire lifetime and everything like that. It's idiotic. Everybody has to earn their own growth. Everybody has to earn their own growth. Everybody has to earn their own capabilities. Your growth and capabilities cannot be given to you. You have to earn them. And everybody has to earn them the same way, and that is by creating value before you get any reward for it. So this is a really powerful conversation. One of the things I think it's really interesting is why, and we've been talking about this a little bit already, why the entrepreneurial approach is so much more useful in life than the entitlement Mm -hmm. approach. And one of the things that we've talked about is it just one makes you happier than the other. Well, it makes you happy, but you always have a sense that you're in control of your forward movement. That's a big deal for me. I mean, I've been through some really tough challenges in my life, but I realized that I was actually in control of my forward movement. I just wasn't getting the results that I was looking for, but I was getting the motion I was looking for. With the entitlement attitude, you're not getting the rewards you're looking for, but you're cut off from taking initiative. You're cut off from taking responsibility. So you're doubly penalized for doing this. Uh We value the things that we create. (laughs) Yes. We value things. And so things that other people create for us, we don't value as much as the things we create for ourselves. I mean, there's some psychology here, just what makes people have a sense of real success that's measurable success and real satisfaction that the positive rewards that they got were earned. That has a lot to do with happiness is the sense of success being earned. I totally agree. And for me, one of the other things that we've talked about is that if you take the entitlement approach, 
you end up being kind of miserable because mm-hmm. you really feel like people are letting you down. You feel disappointed. And what's interesting, and to go back to our earlier point, you can be entrepreneurial in lots of parts of your life, but there's some areas that you feel entitled, <laughs> where you feel disappointed that people are letting you down. So I think this is a very human experience that all of us yeah, have. Yeah, but then you always have to question, why did I feel entitled here? Mm-hmm. And it was a fiction that you were believing in. There was no guarantee, and yet you thought there was a guarantee. I've never had a feeling or a thought about entitlement that ever stood up to scrutiny. Mm, That's interesting. I was creating a fiction about what I thought was true about the situation. You know, why I got hammered is because there was no truth in the situation. So I've never had an entitlement attitude that could ever be justified. But every entitlement attitude that I've ever had in my life, I got punished for it. Interesting, interesting. You're setting yourself up to get beaten up. Right. You know. This is not a good successful. I don't think it's a healthy approach. (laughs) (laughs) I do get beaten up, but I have to say I don't welcome it. (laughs) And I don't send out invitations, you know, hit me. You know, if you really go to the bottom of this, the entitlement attitude just seems to be a bizarre, danger-fraught, danger-filled. Painful. uh, uh, Painful, (laughs) miserable, guaranteed-to-be-unhappy approach to the future. So... And entrepreneurial, you know, anytime I take the approach that I would like a bigger future here, and so I'm going to have to create some value here as the first stage. I've always found that it's, first of all, the decision to do that immediately makes you feel great about yourself. You got your act together. Your energies are focused. You have measurements to measure what you're doing, all the good things that make you happy. And I said, I mean, just put the two of them out in stark terms next to each other and say, which way would you prefer to live your life? I mean, you got to be a masochist to choose the entitlement one. So, I mean, nobody talks about it in these terms because they talk about rights. You have rights and everything else. And I said, Yeah, we live in a society that provides a lot of benefits. I prefer not to talk about them as rights. I mean, I know legally they are, but I would just say that I have the good luck of living in a society that provides us with a lot of benefits, and I appreciate them, and, you know, I'm going to take advantage of them. But it's a gift from people who have lived before us, and they've built up wealth, and they've built up massive capabilities. It's a real gift from the past, and I'm going to appreciate it as a gift. But as far as my own life goes, I'm going to create it going forward. I like recontextualizing it as a benefit. Yeah. Because it's automatically not entitled necessarily, which I actually think is sometimes appropriate because laws change and rights are taken away, and then people get all up in arms. So I think actually that's a very appropriate, and kind of go back to your previous point, a very real an accurate way to look at it, as opposed to something that you could be setting Mm -hmm. up to be entitled. I'm loving this conversation, Dan. So as I said earlier, all of us have little bits of both of them. How can we do this? Is there some ways where we can kind of clue into when we're in that entitlement mode or versus when we're in the entrepreneurial mode? What are some questions we can ask ourselves? I know the word should for me always pops up when I'm feeling entitled. Something should be, somebody should be giving me something. I should be doing. Yeah, I think should is really, and it's always directed to other people. The other thing is that your first thought is what someone else should do. And with entrepreneurism is what is the first thing that I can do to improve this situation. So with Entrepreneurism, you're starting with yourself and moving outward 
with entitlement, you're starting with other people and moving inward. It's all about you. To create value, it has to be value in the eyes of other people. So immediately your attention with entrepreneurism is off yourself and it's on other people. With entitlement, the attention is entirely on yourself and what other people are supposed to do for you. So it coops you up in your own thoughts. I mean, entitlement it sort of traps you in your own stuff where entrepreneurism gets you out of your present situation because you're thinking about value for other people. It's not a nice thing to do. It's just write down your five unhappiest experiences in life. Write down your five happiest experiences and just ask yourself, who were you in that situation when it started? And I think the unhappiest was that you were expecting something that others were going to do for you. And with the happiest, it's something that you chose to do and actually created something that made it a happy experience. Just look at your experience, best from worst. The lessons are in there if you care to go in there and leave other people out of it. You know, this is your deal. You know, at the end of your life, no one was responsible for it except you, so you might as well start from the beginning with that attitude, you know? I mean, it's kind of funny. I think people were really unhappy their whole life. It's only very near the end of life they suddenly discover that they're the only one responsible for what happened. Mm -hmm. And I think people who are really happy start their life right from the beginning with the notion that I'm the only one who's responsible for what's going to happen. So unhappy people just wake up too late. Mm. Really happy people wake up before everyone else. That's a great way to put it. Well, I love asking myself, how can I be useful in this situation, especially if I start off unhappy? You know, what can I do? What can I create as opposed to what am I entitled mm -hmm. to or what mm -hmm. should someone else be doing for me? So that's a very, I appreciate that really practical language to go, okay, here's some questions I can ask myself to help me think about something from a much more yeah. encouraging and exciting perspective that's empowering. It puts all the emphasis back on me and what am I going to do as opposed to feeling like victimized or waiting for someone else to do it for me. It really strikes me if I run into someone who's in their 40s and 50s and they have a total entitlement attitude. It's very easy to see them in their crib or their playpen and they want their next meal. You know, they want to be taken care of. You know, they want their diapers changed. They're just babies who never grew up. I mean, there's no more entitled human being on the planet than a six-month-old. Or It's all about them. Biggest egotists on the planet are the <laughs> babies, you know, and it's all about them. And it takes a while, you know, I mean, and some people never grow out of babyhood or childhood or adolescence. They always want the guarantee that others are taking more responsibility for them than they're taking for themselves. Well, that's an interesting way to look at it because it's really an adult way. Yeah, it's adulthood. Entrepreneurism is practical adulthood. I love it. Thank you so much, Dan. This has been fun and enlightening at the same time. 